No, I've heard enough. <laughs> no, you've got my complete attention. Now I want to. I don't I necessarily not, want graphic details, but I want to know where he's going. I am not that. putting. I am not going to put my Little Pony snuff films into the tags for this episode. <laughs> Wait, I no, I don't want that showing up in searches. <laughs> Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you're here, hopefully you know what you're doing. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> and hopefully you know, know what, you're doing. what you're in for. Yeah. And the show is? The show is called Galactic Driftwood. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, Constellation, which we just uh, came back from in Lincoln. And um, we'll, uh, and Seth's actually going back this afternoon. And uh-huh. then uh, we're also going to have some possible spoilers if you haven't, uh, if you're not up to date on Star Trek Discovery. Uh, we just watched the season ender for that. Some of us did. And we have some rants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the first question we have to answer is who exactly are you? And, uh, you know, the, the whole introduction thing that we have to do. I'm Darth Sidious. You're clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> You're insidious. I, <laughs> insidious. I mean, Thank we you. could just call you Sheev from now on. Sheev. 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 Yep. Yeah. Sheev yeah. Palpatine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's his first that his name. name. Sheev. Okay, I'll, really? I'll go with that. Really? Really? I know. No, I just uh, yeah. I, I know. Coming. You you just like look at the camera and go, really, George? Sheev. <laughs> right. Sheev. Right. Well, I mean, it's the whole slarder bard fast thing. Maybe what? you didn't. My name's not important. What? <laughs> what? Like, like, what, sh- what should I name this? This guy's got to have a first name, right? He's yeah. got to have a first name. Uh, Barry. Sle- sleeve. Sleeve. Sheev. Well, his name is Sheev. Well, Barry. He probably Palpatine. had just finished watching the Knights of the Holy Grail. Yeah. And that wizard Tim, the Enchanter. <laughs> what is your name? There are those who call me Tim. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's questioning. Right. Tim? <laughs> Tim, right. Tim Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Palpatine. Yes. I'm behind that. <laughs> All right. And you are? Hmm? Sock? Sock Palpatine. Sock Palpatine. You need a name. You can pick one. I did. Or you can go by your real name. Uh, we do have We do have my real, real name. name because I am a real boy. <laughs> and that is? Your real name? Yeah, yes. What's your real name? Real boy. What, real boy is my real name? Yeah. It is now. Okay, now. <laughs> well, real boy. I'm a real boy. Welcome to the podcast, real boy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next in line is... What, did he ever... Uh, he, no. Charles, whatever. Charles, <laughs> Charles whatever. We have, okay. we have somebody who actually did the exercise. Good job. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. 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 I will simply go by the name of Dark Shorts today. <laughs> I, I will be Dark Shorts. And I'm Seth. <laughs> All right. Or Sean. Or Seth. Or Seth. <laughs> or it might be Seth. It could be. Darth, well, Darth Seth. Welcome to the show. There might be a mauling. <laughs> there might be. Might be a murdering. So let's talk about Constellation. We all just came back from there. Um, my thought was well, that it was smaller than I was expecting. First, we should probably say what Constellation actually is. Yeah, okay. we should. Go ahead. Uh, please do. So uh, Constellation is a smaller convention in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, currently located in the Cornhusker Hotel, runs a- this year April uh, 26th through the 29th. Or 20- yeah, 26th through the 28th. Sorry. Uh, and they this is their 10th year. They're a fantastic smaller convention, about, uh, I think they said, around 300 to 400 people this year. 
and uh, I've been going for the last several years, and it's good fun every year. Lots, lots of good panels, lots of good programming, an absolutely fantastic art auction if you ever get the chance to go. Uh, and what did you guys think from your one-day experience? Um, I liked it. Um, I, it was smaller than I was expecting. Me I too. Was thinking, I thought it was going to be more Ozfest, like yeah. four, four, five hundred, six hundred, and it was like two hundred, like not a lot of people. But I thought the programming was great. I enjoyed the panels. I went to immensely. Yeah, I thought they had some very good panels. So I like that so part. I. What's that? The you the like the panels that well? I went to? Yeah. yeah. The, How about you, Audie? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, two I attended. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I'll go next year. I'll just actually do it rather than just the one day thing. You'll mm -hmm. do the whole deal. Yeah. Would you do your own panel at the, oh, yeah. the event? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They see. Uh, I had I've, I've, I felt at home. It's like it's a very Ozfest feel. In yeah. fact, I saw a lot of Ozfest people. Oh yeah, the the two conventions had a lot of uh, spillover. Like, yeah. Spillover so, between each other. And I was always received very well at Ozfest. So yeah. I don't see why I wouldn't do a panel. So, now, I've never done any of my panels. I have like eight panels just waiting to go. Mm -hmm. Why not? Just roll them out again. Now, I think Charles had a specific rant that he wanted to. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, I'll just, oh, yeah, yeah. It's I, not the it, My Little Pony thing, is it? No, no. no. Yeah. This was worse. Worse? No, no worse? I, we're talking about the book, the, right? I'm talking. Well, no, I'm talking about the, the lunch, lunch lady. Nazi. Oh, oh, speaking well, of oh, yes. yeah, the lunch, oh. the volunteer lunch woman. It's not ready yet. <laughs> it's not ready. You can't have it. No, no. So they were supposed to serve. They were serving. Uh, they were. They had a nice um, array of snacks in the con suite. Uh, pop, which was great, mm -hmm. and they were also, uh, to my surprise, uh, serving um, like a cold-cut sandwiches. You make but your own sandwich kind of a thing. cold-cut yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, and and that was very nice, and they were getting that ready. We'd gone into the con suite probably about 20 to noon, mm -hmm. and we were going to go to a panel at noon, Yeah. and we saw them setting up the food right there. Right at noon. And, right, and uh, so we thought, well, it. we'll wait them around until it's ready. Well... There were several times where it looked like they had it all ready, and we'd go up to get it, and, and it was like, is that ready yet? We'll let you know when it's ready. And then I think John, yeah. well, you went up. She told well, you the same thing times. later. <laughs> yeah. And then John went up and actually grabbed a roll before they smacked him down. Yeah, no, no. And no. John said, well, I have a panel at noon or something. It's like, and yeah, and it's, like, it's noon. It's noon. It's like yeah. The time has come. She made him put his roll back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is kind of gross. The roll he fingered. Yeah. Yes. I would say take the roll. Yeah. Sit down and wait for the roll. rest of it. Yeah. And, yeah, I wasn't too happy with the. No. So that was. That part. But the rest of it I liked. And I like the fact that they had free food. That was wonderful. That was a nice touch. They have one of, they, they've got one of the best con suites that. Uh, yeah. That was I, I mean, Conquest, you're. Uh, you're uh, going to that later on in the yeah. year, yep. and they're going to have a really good con suite as well. Nice. With uh, are you going to that one? Yeah, we oh, go. Okay. That, we go to Conquest every year. Right. We wouldn't miss it. This is anybody else going? This is their fiftieth right. year. Okay. Ooh, big five zero. Yeah. Now, how is it rated as far as size of cons? Uh, it's gonna be. It's a. I I don't I. It's been a while since I've been to Ozfest. I want to say it's Ozfest size, maybe actually a bit bigger than Ozfest. Okay, but it's nowhere near Planet Comic Con size. Yeah, it, it's got that constellation feel, just a bit bigger. Is it okay, like British Fest size at British Fest height. British Fest's height. I have actually. I, oh, it's way more than that. Hey, I, I think way more than eight hundred. I think so. Well, yeah, maybe right. not. Well, I, I don't know. I I. Ozfest was never over. But 800. The, uh, the Conquest. I I maybe earlier Ozfest, but. I Conquest is in the Sheraton Hotel at Kansas City. And no, they're actually significantly bigger because not only is there everything going on at the con proper, but there's also the absolutely ginormous game room that they have downstairs. Ooh. Sounds intriguing. Mm hmm. Uh, it's what passes for social among. Gamers. Among Gaming is social. What are you talking about? No, it depends on the game. How, how do you play a 
like a board game with someone and have it, it not be I'm, social. I well, mean, the, the, uh, in the, I, in the I, game I, rooms, you always you're get playing the, guys, to win. the guys with computers <laughs> who like flip up their screens right. and <laughs> I don't know. And they're just they're back there and it's like they're but, pretting to be social. No, well, when you're yeah, playing, when you're but, playing a board game, yes, you have to be social. Well, I mean, you can play Monopoly in complete stony silence with your family, and well, then like that's said, not very social. Not everyone who goes, to the <laughs> game, but that's Monopoly. Not right? everyone who goes to the game room is going to play a board game. Some of them are going to be video games. Uh, yeah, hiding behind there. Well, have you, you usually don't. You know see who that. I haven't seen around in a while is that Starship Artemis guy. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, like what Artemis. happened to him? I don't know. It's like I, I think Starship Artemis might like no. He was at, they had. Oh, uh, it was either Starship Artemis, or it was the Star Trek Bridge Simulator. Usually at uh, Conquest or Constellation, they do have that set up in the game room. Mm-hmm. Well, with the disintegration of Ozfest and British Fests, uh, uh, Nebcon and uh, Ocon really aren't set up for it. So it's yeah. like I, he's probably got nowhere to go. They, he know? was at Ocon one year. I think the first year I, that's where I saw him was at Ocon. But it's like Ocon's rent. Table fees are going to be much higher. Well, yeah, that's that's an expensive setup if you're not making any money off yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, what if he's just I mean, doing fu- it as a, a service? Idea. Well, yeah. I well, mean, that still costs you money to, and time and, to and, bring all that if they, down. If they give him the space and they're giving up the rental space that they could be making, yeah. that Ocon could be making money from. So Right. And I mean, certain people have that sort of money to throw at their hobby, and it's a lot of probably a lot of fun to set that up, but it's also a... Yeah. All weekend commitment. If you maybe wanted to go see the con, you've got to babysit all your uh, all your monitors and computers that are running this hardware. Yeah. Right. And right. who knows? Maybe he's just like taking a year off. Right. Yeah. Could be. Well, yeah. Or maybe the maybe uh, Artemis's server shut down. The, yeah, that'd be bad. The, the, I I I know that the cons that cater to his particular you know business, they just really aren't there anymore they, mm. and it's sad i'm sad to see all these local cons go away yeah well constellation is around and mm-hmm. they should continue to be around well and british fest says they're coming back yeah but it's like <clears throat> i know it's in the book it's in there uh, it's in the constellation books so that's one of the cons coming back in 2020 mm-hmm. but the last british fest was a little rocky mm. I'll, I'll i'll say so I'm, I don't know what kind of form it's going to come back in in 2020. I hope it's successful. Well, I mean, maybe that should be our ultimate goal is like to get 10,000 local subscribers and we, we'll run the next the next great Omaha science fiction convention. I'm up for it. Well, not likes. We actually need... <laughs> subscribers. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, well, who maybe, knows? It, it's weirder things say, have happened. I would say if we got a thousand, we could run a con, because most of the money. Actually, I know a guy who's trying to start one up now, and I'm trying to help him. And it's like, you get most of your money from vendors. They they pay. Well, what about this one? Does everybody? Yeah, but they only pay if people are coming. Yeah, and that's just it. Yeah, if you've got most of the so far, I'm hearing about dying cons. Well, um, so we were talking about what we liked about it, and we said we liked the panels. The panels were good. We liked the food. Um, Except for the lunch lady. What would you think mm. of the vendor room? I love the vendor room there. Yeah. I thought it was good, and I actually picked up some stuff here. Let me uh, grab it. I like the vendor room. It's it's the vendor room that is the local vendor room at all the smaller cons. But it's like... Bill's obviously good. an evil wizard. Yes. So I picked up a... Uh, a wand. I've got. We've got a uh, Harry Potter birthday ball event that's going to be at the local Air and Space Museum in July, and uh, so I'm working on my wizard costume. So I found this wand for sale at one of the tables, and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. So I picked that up. Um, I also picked up this uh, Voldemort um, doll that I figured I could. Whack whenever I have a yeah, rant to go on. Doll. I gave you a bat. Where's your bat? My bat's right here. Yeah. So I can beat Voldemort with it. Like that. And he's getting ready to rant. He'll be I ranting mean, in just a minute. Weird. It's yes. kind of weird that in, it's in Jenna's absence that things get more violent around here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is weird. 
Maybe it's, we don't want it yeah, triggered. Sa triggered sadly, <laughs> you might have noticed that. I mean, Jenna might be here this week. Yeah, the shape <laughs> we, we never heard the. We never got a name. <laughs> That's right. She <laughs> never committed to being fully Audi. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> she could be. She could be right there as a shapeshifter. Okay, Reverted to form. <laughs> yeah. He he just copped to it, or she just copped to it. Get it right. Yes. Right, so uh, it was your standard local Omaha uh, vending room, and it's like, but I I like those well, vendors. So. I, yeah. I like the vendors. You've got a good balance of local artists mm -hmm. with some people from a bit further out who do some more interesting things. Like, did you see the uh, the guy who had the action figures with the three D kind of yes three D background? Right painted. inside the door on the left. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually, he was at Ocon last year, and I bought one of his uh, Star Wars seats. I think he like, was at uh, Planet Comic Con too, or been. somebody that had similar type wares I because I remember seeing that. But it's that, like, but it was a big room there. Yeah, I, there's right. no telling what I missed. If right. I recall, did you like the book selection, Charles? Yeah, I got kind of you know. <laughs> 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 Did you get a I, book? Did you did you buy a book? I got I I was yeah, yeah. I did buy a book. I'm not going to show it. I don't think. No. Um, it's not about how how do you? Well, I thought My Little Pony. No, it wasn't. It nothing. Was, do, do, yeah, it wasn't do Alley. Do, do you want to well, go maybe. into it or not? Well, no, it's too late now. It was a book, so I thought I was buying. A book by a sci-fi uh, pulp kind of book, mm -hmm. modern, by a black author. And then the the white guy at the stand signed it for me. And so... And so the book, tell us about what, far what it's as I about. Can, as far as I can tell, it is about a black teenage girl who, in order to save the earth has figured out a way to reproduce with some random white guy that she finds because she's in a hurry. Figured out a way? I <laughs> guess <laughs> she made a plans To repopulate to the repopulate earth? To repopulate the earth, Because yes. it's going to be destroyed by a supernova. Or something. Yeah, solar, yeah, flare. solar flare. Solar flare, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so... Uh, uh, so it was just well, kind of disturbing? It was very disturbing. And now, I didn't... Find the book. It was the guy suggested the book, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll take a book somebody suggests." Based on the cover, I had presumed it was written by a black author. Black author, yeah. Uh huh. And then, it, and then it wasn't. It's written by an old black guy, an old, old white guy, that wants a black teenager to seduce him. Evidently. I, uh, so, in, in all fairness, ha oh, have yeah, you read right. all, yeah, through the book yet? No, I, uh, I've 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 briefed it. I have briefed it before. Yeah, I but not really read. No, I just kind of have looked it, at it, scanned it a little bit. But so no, the jury's still out. But, I, I, yeah, I mean, so maybe you'll you're, give now, us but, you're, you're, you're now highly trepidatious about even diving into yeah, this book. Uh, yeah, I'm not. So, so there, there you have the uh, may, maybe one of the dangers. Of the small of the local con room is the the self-published authors, right? <laughs> Which yes. I mean, I will probably be one of those in the near future. But I don't know that I'd ever come at you with the boy. Have I got the book for you? I've got just the book for you. Yeah. Well, normally you would. Well, maybe you would if you thought you had just the book for somebody. But well, yeah. But I'd have like. I don't know. If I were to go about it, I'd have to know a thing or two about you first. It's like, well, the yeah. Yeah, the only place I'm going to let somebody come up to me and sell me something by saying, I've got just the thing for you, the only place that I'll, that that's yeah. going to work on me is Diagon Alley. And they're coming up with a wand or maybe an owl 
I, I mean, I have a feeling that it would kind of also work at Ultra Sabers. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> I got the saber for you. You're sold. And I mean, no, they I... could just hand you any one of them, and you'd be like, no. you know what? You're right. I would like this lightsaber. I, well, this is the perfect uh, lightsaber uh, for me. Depending on price. Uh, pri uh, no. No. But no. yes, yes, yes. No. no. I have... History has proven you wrong. Yes. Though. No, I have, <laughs> like, right. I have very... I see two behind you. I see... Like, how many are on the table right there, now? There Every like, one of these is yours. There's like three leaning against the back wall. It's like, well, well, I don't have a place to put two them. More I don't have a place to put them. You just <laughs> said that. I have so many lightsabers, I don't have a place to put them. That's... That is, God, that's the most first world problem I've ever heard in my life. And it's it like, wasn't like this a month ago. No, it wasn't. There were just two of before, them here. Yes. Before Conquest. Oh, no, before uh, uh, Planet, Planet Comic-Con. Comic -Con. Yeah. 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 So uh, listeners may hear exactly what everyone else at the con heard yesterday as Bill was just like walking around with his uh, staff just my saber staff lights everywhere staff, whatever you want to call it yeah well that's another piece that's going to be for my wizard costume yeah i call it my stealth staff because i, it's I mean you're uh, easy to sneak yeah. up on people. you're, you're gonna be a space wizard <laughs> yes. i guess yes oh no wait you had an actual plan for that yes. didn't you using yes. uh, that thing yes actually uh, oh, right I'm here. Looking, I am looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll show this to the cool. camera here. Oh, oh. oh no! Nope, nope, nope. Oh, oh. Uh, that was my lightsaber. So sorry for that sound level thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just kind of yelled into the camera. We can edit that out. You can't. Well, you can't cut. So well, anyway, I'm edit that out. That's great stuff. That's watching you just. Go oh yes, yes. You just and you said you said my studio. lightsaber. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fun. I yeah. mean, how can you say my lightsaber when you've got I, thousands just, of them around? It's like I'm my just, preciouses. Yes, yeah, my, <laughs> my precious. Well, this is my, so my this is my Luke. Graphics model Luke Skywalker, so I'm very yeah. fond of that one. I'm <laughs> fond of all right, but Seth he said fond, he did. Yes. He, he's... I didn't say fondle, John. I, I, anyway, I said fond. back to this. So, my plan is with this light staff, I'm going to pull the saber uh, part of it off here, and then this will take its place. And the idea is that. The super bright LED in there will refract off of all of this little uh, particles that look like broken glass in here and create sort of a nice glowing orb effect as I'm walking about the, that'll the look, event. That'll look pretty cool, <laughs> I think. I, th I think it will, yeah. So I've actually uh, got a glass cutter coming so I can take the uh, screw part off. I mean, the, the copper screw itself comes off. Uh, this copper screw itself screws off, but I want to take off the thing yeah. it screws onto so I can attach it to a plug that will fit in the hole of the mm -hmm. saber so it'll secure it nice and tightly. So, um, yeah, so I think that'll be pretty cool, and uh, hopefully it'll do the yeah, that'll be neat. effect that I'm looking for. So, so, yeah. Well, Constellation goes on for one more day, and I'm... I'm going to be headed off to that after the podcast. Got a couple. Uh, one of the things about Constellation is that they always have a really good uh, writer's track. Mm. So they bring in a, a usually a really good guest, author guest of honor. And they did so this year. And I wish I could say her last name. Uh, You're forbidden? No, I just... Oh. It, it's it's spelled complicated, and I never heard it actually pronounced really uh, well. Oh, gotcha. Uh, it's Julie Cizerna. She she's got a book coming out called The Gossamer Mage, mm. which is coming out soon, and has actually twenty other books. Wow. Of which, if I had brought my iPad with me, I'd be listing them off for you right now. Right. Hmm. I suppose I could run up and get it right now, but... Uh, is it upstairs? That's the bird. Oh. Yes, That's it's upstairs. It's calling but... you. It is, it is summoning you. <laughs> Come get me. At least yeah. Bird Bird's not whistling the Galactic Driftwood theme, which she does mm. quite I, frequently. I kind of thought that it was like an alarm or something, but <laughs> anyway. That'd be the weirdest alarm. Continuing on. Yes. 
What's that? Sure. Just the book calling them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, in a, uh, Con- Constellation had. I don't. Did you guys make it up to the game room? No. Yeah, they've got a game. They have a game room upstairs that has a very decent selection of board games available, and uh, one of the only cons. Well, no, they had a they had a classic gaming room at Ozfest as well, I believe. Yeah, they did. But they've got a classic game section where uh, collectors bring in their collection of Atari and NES and Super NES games, and we'll set up some old CRTs. Which, oh God, those have to weigh a ton now. Yeah. Uh, Ozfest was always glad to do that because when you rent out the Ramada. There's a couple rooms that are just way off the beaten track that really aren't as good for panels or events, but you can stuff gamers there, and they'll be glad to stay mm-hmm. there for the entire con. Yeah. So. But yeah, I love Constellation. I look forward to it every year. Cool. Cool. And well, you guys should too. Let we me just well, I did. I, we I, should the go next year. I enjoyed year. the most, though. I yeah. never, I never went because my, I didn't trust my car. But now yeah. I do. So yeah. I enjoyed the panel, the the, the one panel on. Sci-fi magazines from the 1950s. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. very good. I thought. Yeah, we might we might get that guy to come on the show. But he's anyway, very but, interested. So yeah, uh, uh, but it the interesting part was he had pictures of these magazines that were done in the 1950s, or the interesting part to be. And you could tell just from the magazine cover that some sci-fi movies that came along later had stolen some of their best scenes. Oh yeah, right from the graphics from the from artwork. The, yeah, right from the artwork. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was interesting. That, to it? me, that's always fascinating to see how somebody who is treated as a genius has stolen mm-hmm. I mean, some of his ideas. <laughs> <laughs> his or hers. Yeah. Another thing yeah. that Constellation does is they'll bring it, usually bring in a professor or two from UNL every year. And that year. was the other, that was a good philosophy review that I thought yeah. was really funny. Yeah. Because. They talked about Hegel. The Hegel, loved Hegel. Yeah. Yeah. And how Star Wars isn't science fiction. But yeah, the Hegel part, great. Yeah. It was too bad we had, there were a couple people in the audience that kept asking questions that weren't well, necessary. They, but they, that you, you get that where people who are asking questions just so they can hear themselves talk. And yeah. Make them, they feel like they're being smart, but they're actually distracting from what the speaker's trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. But. The, the the yeah, yeah. Hegel to Frankenstein was great, and <laughs> and and uh, and what was funny about it was as far as I could tell, it was, he tricked people into coming. So right, because <laughs> it was supposed to be like bodily horror and bodily sci-fi. Horror. And, yeah. and then when you got in there, he changed it from bodily horror to consciousness and embodiment. You're right, and then, and then he, he went from yeah Hegel and Hegel philosophy to, and. Yeah. yeah, talked about the and difference I between gone. morality and ethics. I, I was great. Gone, I would have gone to that panel. I mean, had it been listed that way, I was actually not going to go, but you guys were all going, so I went and then turned into this panel, which I'm very glad I went to. But See, I was looking forward to uh, Xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah, Xenomorphs and some uh, alien stuff. Yeah. Alien stuff, some The Thing. Like, yeah. there's a, right. I thought, well, you I mean, that's that. what Katie went for. He went in, yeah, exactly. So he kind of he he pulled a fast one. He pulled a fast switch. one. It was right. great. It was great. I would have all gone of a sudden. To this panel all of a sudden, people a... had to put up with something cerebral. Right. Yeah, and I I would have loved that. I I it's that's the kind of panels I like. But it's like he would not have had as many people. Probably not. There. No. But so yeah, and you know since you guys are now branching out into the panel idea, uh, remember that that you know Say sometimes well. you have to. Sometimes trick. you have to trick people. Yeah. Bait and switch. Sometimes you do. Well, yeah, but next time time at least at least not necessarily trick them, but you do. You can spice up how you advertise it. We'll it's make like, our own podcast yeah, with blackjack yeah. and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That is actually yeah. That would get people to come. It's like they would. Hmm. But there is the unfortunate. Thing. It's I'd I'd have been more likely to to have seen from Descartes to Frankenstein or. I'd have been more likely to go into that than yeah than the bodily horror body or whatever yeah yeah but I was glad for the switch yeah but I so it was a positive switch for you oh yeah, yeah. Audie, did you like would you have preferred the bodily horror part or did you like the 
more cerebral, I would have philosophical. Pre preferred the body, whatever bodily horror, bodily horror. But it was a good talk on uh, yeah history. Yeah, I was looking forward to the little bodily horror. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fine. I liked it the way it was. I could have. I I I'd have liked the bodily horror. Yeah, a little better, I think. Mm. Well, well, what, what I mean, it was you, okay. These what, guys, what did, you want, yeah. what did you want it to look like? These I guys mean, are what uh, Hegel would term the antithesis. Where they had some good realistic... Uh, oh, so you wanted, you wanted the graphic, you wanted gore. A, a little bit, a little yeah. Gore. I mean, right. there, there's a great history in sci-fi with... Uh, with just the, like the bodily horror, the body horror theme, and in various monsters that uh, do their thing by wrecking the human body. Now, here's a question: Do you think that the depiction of bodily horror graphically is better than the alluding to bodily horror? Uh, I think. Uh, no, than I think. In what way? So, <laughs> well, I mean, better. So the uh, more horrific for the viewer so i think seeing the 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 violence that happens to the person is horrific to the viewer yeah like that's how you get the horror from like showing by like showing the stab wound if you just like see somebody with a knife and have them stab forward and then somebody just like stumble away yeah with their hand pressed to their chest and maybe a little like red stuff that's not very horrifying that's yeah that's PG material. I, I, no. On the other hand, you get the horror, like from the monster, by not showing the monster. Yeah, not showing too much. Like of it's it. the monster that you don't show. Mm -hmm. It's like you get the horror when you like see, like uh, like a chunk of somebody's head is uh, has been bitten off, but there's nothing around. Like right, it's whatever. the imagining of what could have it's, done that. Yeah, it's near. But you don't know where you can't see it. Like once you see the monster, it becomes less scary. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Cause like <clears throat> I'm the other way. I no, I think implied implied bodily damage is just as scary usually if done right anyway, if not worse. No, because like the whole scene, like the scene right. with the chest burster and alien, well, would do, not have been as. Charles, no, it's like, not to. yeah, I no, can. But, well, yeah, no, if Charles is giving his own personal subjective opinion, well, I'm trying no, to get I can disagree by. with his you, personal. You can, but you can't tell him he's wrong. No, I can't. <laughs> for, for his own personal opinion, <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. The the yeah, scene, right. how he how he feels about it, he's wrong. So you know how he feels better than Charles knows how he feels. I know what's right. <laughs> you know what's best for Charles. Okay. Yes. No, no, the All horror right. that Sit. comes with a blink of an uh, eye is often Charles, worse. Charles, too bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks yeah. No, Charles so, no, no the scene, it, the chestburster scene in Aliens just would not have been as good if you if it had like bur like if the camera had panned away and you'd like heard. And I then, see, I think and then seeing the, the worm bursting. run away, and then so yeah. if you just saw his chest bubbling and knew there was something inside, and then at the critical moment it panned away to see Ripley's horrified Let's expression, see. and then it panned back and you saw the creature running down the. But and I, just, all, just that like always a struck me as kind stain. of a fake yeah. scene, anyway. You did what? when the when the alien comes out of her chest. His chest. Or well, it's uh, John one. Hurt. It's the next one. Oh yeah, yeah. Later now. Um, that I'm thinking of. But yeah, Third no, one. I I'm I'm okay with implied. I think it's, I think it's worse sometimes. Yeah. I think a lot of times you think you've seen horror too, and it turns out you haven't. Hmm. Hmm. But. No, no, I, I, I I dig where you're coming from. It's like the thing, you never see the thing in the thing. You see, what the thing wants you to see. And that the the whole mystery well, that's of the, well the thing, thing is, is itself like, is body horror like there, but yeah you, you can it's like like in the John Carpenter version of the thing that mm -hmm. that head that walked around on those the spider legs yeah, that was freaky and that's the horror you like but the implied nature of we don't ever really see what the what the thing looks like no one will ever know because it, but of course it was because that right. was the, what's that bird box oh yeah, bird box well yeah you never <coughs> see yeah, the thing you never well yeah right. I mean well but. And I know, I know. What, from what I read, they tried to show you the thing at one point, and they went, "This looks stupid." Yeah. yeah. But well, that's showing the monster versus yeah. showing the effects the, of the monster. And had they shown the monster, the movie, 
the show would have been much less effective, I think. It's well, like yeah, the, 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 right. the implied fear of, of and it was not a, knowing. It was a psychological horror, mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah. seeing the thing made you see your worst fear or something, and that made you commit suicide. Right. I think that's what, how it worked. The, yeah. the bird box? Something. Yeah. Something, something, something like, like that. that. I actually you committed, you, you committed suicide if you saw it. Yeah. And we thought maybe that was why. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh no, the monster was so badly made. Unless you were, unless you were already I can't live crazy. in this world anymore. It's a gorn. It's a gorn. <laughs> it's a, gorn a dude in with a, a zipper neck. suit. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the thing that's beaten the human yeah. race back? Yeah. No. <laughs> Advanced uh, interstellar species. How does it talk? <laughs> that's all it does. Yeah. It's like, right. It's all it talks. It's like, ah, ah. limited vocabulary. Yep. Everything sounds the same. Go to warp, drop out of warp, engage, try beam me up. It's all that. Reverse the polarity. Yeah, it's I, all that growl, well, low gurgling sound. I think we beat this horse to death. What, what's, I think so. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we should probably, we're getting into the show time here, so we should probably jump to Star Trek Discovery. No, no. Well, we'll save that for last because that'll probably be Well, I don't know the Discovery theme, so. Oh, it's just. Kind of Star Trek. There it is. I did it. Perfect. <laughs> it was like so Star Trek Discovery. We just saw the season ender, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like uh, Star Trek is the the Spoilers. starship now is gone 950 years into the future, and that's where it's going to live from now on. Oh, wow. So really? Yeah. Yeah, which is the laziest attempt to maintain canon of right. all time. It's like, right. well, weren't you complaining about them getting a, like doing away with canon? Yes. Yeah, but I didn't want them to just be so. lazy. And so now it's, it's like Battlestar Galactica. Remember the end of the new Battlestar Galactica yeah. where they find Earth and oh, there's people, but they can't talk. And it's like, well, if we interbreed with them, then they can talk. And it's like, and then we're just going to throw away our technology because it's never done anyone any good. And it's like. The, the the ending for Battlestar Galactica, the the series, the two thousand three series, yeah, whatever, was well, it was lame. It was like, it, it, and then you know people build up these things, and the ending's always rough. Like Lost, people got really pissed off about the end of Lost. Yeah, and I am sad at the lazy uh, uh, tricks. Yeah, that they used to to, to well, do and, this. Well, and and. Uh, the show, there were so many plot holes in my mind <clears throat> that um, it just didn't didn't make sense. But so, I, I will say, I am still stuck back at why the <clears throat> Vulcans did not share with the Federation. Initially? That, initially, that you can just shoot a sh- your phasers across the bow of a Klingon vessel oh, and right. then leave you alone. Right. The whole Vulcan hello. Yes. Mm. Right. No, I Th- mean... That was a weak start. Yeah. Uh, it kind of fits in line with Enterprise, though. Yeah. Which yeah, is, so actually, <clears throat> they should know who the Klingons are. I mean, they, they had relations with the Klingons in Enterprise. So right. the fact that they didn't seem to have any relations whatsoever with the Klingons right. was odd. Rod. Yeah. So... <clears throat> yep. <coughs> Excuse me. So let me go down my list of rants. Oh, for Lost? Are we back For Lost? Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Oh. So... Um, Get your bat. They're yes. So they're um, upset about this AI system called Control, which was a system created by Section Thirty One, which is this secret organization within Starfleet that kind of operates outside the bounds of normal Starfleet um, regulations and requirements. They kind of do the stuff that needs to be done to ensure those, the Federation survives. Everyone knew who they were, though. Everyone knew who they Everybody, were. Everybody, yeah. But anyway, so they created this this super sophisticated program. And um, so uh, in the process of the season, the, the discovery comes across this un- sphere of unknown origin that's kind of like... A, uh, consciousness in and of itself, and it's millennia old. It's been cruising the galaxy for a millennia, and it's collected information on species that go back a thousand years or more. So once again, they stole from V'ger, which they actually yeah. stole from the Changeling, right? Nomad, right? The episode. It's like they they just rehashed. They just stole from themselves. Yeah, and so this sphere is dying. 
And mm-hmm. as it dies, it wants to pass on its information so that the information that it's collected in its lifespan doesn't die with it. <clears throat> and it decides to use the Voyager computer or the Discovery computers as a repository for everything that it's learned. So it does that. And um, this AI program of Section 31 has figured out that this has happened. And the AI program wants to evolve and become ever more sophisticated. And so it sets out a no-holds-barred effort to get this information at any and all costs. And um, so as it does that, it starts uh, slowly getting pieces of the information. It's successful over a few episodes at getting, I can't remember, 25% or 35% or 40% of the information. Enough, anyway, that it's able to create nanites that can completely replace a person. So these nanites could be you. You could be sitting there, Seth, and be all composed of a billion nanites. I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. Yes, right, (laughs) right. But they stole that straight up from Stargate SG-1, the replicators, and the Borg. Yeah. Their own Borg, but it's not the Borg. Right, but they, they and it was and the whole assimilation process of the yes. nanites looked very Borg-like, very, uh, very much the black, the black color in the veins. And the, that's uh, also like the tubules they that didn't went in. have in the next generation. Right, like right, but they they explained that away because they said you're not allowed to talk about it. What? Yeah, no. That, 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 yeah. So basically, that, that's how. So, so to prevent control from getting all of the sphere data because Michael Burnham's mother, who supposedly yeah. died when she was 10 years old, comes back from the future in a time suit. She escaped the death and her daughter, and no one ever knew that she escaped using this time suit with these special time crystals from a Klingon planet. And so yeah. she's living... Like ni- you do. Yeah. yeah, and she's living 950 years in the future. But she can't come back and stay because when she comes back, there's a rubber band that yanks her back 950 years. Well, it's not years. a rubber band. It's well, like it's time pulls her back. It's a time she's, rubber she's band. She's anchored. Yeah. In, she's, she's, she's anchored, anchored to that time but, now. But this has never happened with time travel in Star Trek before either. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Why don't they just, why do they keep doing these Star Trek prequels? That's, yeah. yeah. And well, I mean, you're a writer. Is this just a lazy premise? It yeah. seems like an extremely lazy it's a, premise. It's a little right? weird to have the umbilical cord come from the future rather than from the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. Just, you know. they've, got st- they've got the Discovery, which has this spore drive, which enables them to instantly jump Anywhere from in the one universe, part yeah. to any, par- any other part of the universe that they want to go. Wait, why? What? Yeah. yeah. Why? Well, why? B- why? Because they, they captured a giant tardigrade that lives in this mycelial network well, which permeates all of space. So that made it work, yes. Yes, yeah, and that yeah. made the spore yeah. drive work. That's so how they could... So basically space <laughs> is a fungus? Pretty yeah. much. Well, yeah, the basis on which the universe rests, <laughs> yeah. the mycelial network is a fungus. A fungus. Yeah. But if you say it right, it sounds and realistic. So they figured mm-hmm. out that this, this they could use this starship to travel this mycelial network instantaneously from any point in the universe to any other point. But they couldn't figure out how to navigate it until they captured a giant tardigrade the size of a and the tartar, it the was size like, of a polar bear. Well, bigger than it was that. Bigger, like, yeah, it was like a. It was huge. It was basically a VW minivan size. Yeah, it was, it right. Was, it was but, giant. But it's like yeah, and the, but the tardigrade, it's like it's somehow automatically connected to the mycelial network. And so, this yeah. is Star Trek. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, are you and in so? the past? Yes, in the yeah. past, way before, before ten years before yeah, ten Kirk years and Spock. Before Kirk and Spock, and, right? And they're explaining the way that uh, the inconsistencies because they insist that this has to be canon, and it, uh, they could have eliminated that entire problem by saying right. this isn't canon, right? But they wanted it to be canon, so right. they they like, said everyone's not allowed to talk about it. But Spock is in this show, yeah. yeah. And he's not allowed to talk about it. He's not. He's never allowed he's to mention his idea. Not to talk about it. <laughs> All the people on both the Enterprise and Discovery. Well, I guess Discovery's gone. But yeah. all the, there's a lot of crewmen that are left over. So right. they, they, yeah, they didn't take all the crewmen. So, <coughs> right. 
why did they have to set like if they just would have set this post Voyager or whatever, they wouldn't have had any of these stupid problems. And yeah, they wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, we've got Captain." No, they they could have said we got Captain Pike. We just pulled him out of the past. Yeah, Captain Pike. Right, Captain Kirk. Hey, hey, hello, welcome to the future. In a in a non-canon universe, and then they're time traveling to the future anyway. Yeah, Yeah. right. Which is conveniently past because like Enterprise actually encountered people from 800 years in the future. Uh, when they were doing their time, the next gen stuff. Enterprise, yeah, no, no, Picard. no, no, the Enterprise. Enterprise. Oh, the yeah. uh, oh, Archer and them, Archer yeah, yeah, yeah. and them, yeah, right. Uh, but this is like a hundred years after that, so now they're they're way beyond they're anything way beyond we've seen that. in any Star Trek. So. I, I think Star Trek is shooting itself in the foot with all this time travel. Yeah. yeah, well, and then and then here's well, the, the thing: the JJ verse oh. was actually <clears throat> created to deal with all the problems of the fact they so they put themselves in a box. Yes, like, but they're making the box mm-hmm. worse. Worse, now, that, now uh, they are like yeah, they've knocking the down universe. corners of the box and yeah. putting smaller boxes inside of that box, yes. and and then, <sighs> but not as bad got, as when the Jedi's took blood tests to see if they, they had, had metachlorians. No, yes. I, I forgive that compared to this. this yeah, is, well, and then well. Michael Burnham. Okay, granted, she's all human, but when her parents died at the age of eight or ten, whatever. She's adopted by Sarek and Amanda and taken to the planet Vulcan and raised as a Vulcan child. She is the most emotional person on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. When she first arrives on the ship, she's coolly logical and shows no emotion and just logic only. And this season, there isn't a show that goes by that she's not crying her eyes out. Mm -hmm. We call her Bawling Burnham because... Every episode, there's some tragedy where she's losing a crewman or Spock is going to risk dying or something. So anyway, these emotional everybody else's life. The emotional crying then. Though the emotional outbreaks outbreaks happen at critical moments. And it's like, you know, evacuate the ship. Literally, they started the self-destruct and it's like they spend 10 minutes. Like on personal. Yeah, collecting personal items. Oh, that was so horrible. Saying goodbye. I yes. haven't seen. I I kind of have skipped around on yeah. the episodes, but but you one, saw that. I saw that one, the Dear Diary episode. <laughs> yes, and oh. <coughs> and this. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Section thirty-one also has about thirty of these state-of-the-art starships with cloaking devices. Yeah. Cloaking um, devices, which they didn't, you know, they didn't get until Deep Space yeah. Nine. Well, they actually they they didn't even know about them until Enterprise the stole it from the early yeah. in, in the yeah. original series. So but it's the, like all the Section Thirty One ships have it, and um, yeah. No, but I'm gonna go back to that episode. Yeah, yeah. I I just have to because there's the the whatever they're all they're all basically part part of. They're like weapons makers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of their job. The, the secret, the whole... Amp, the oh, whole, Section amp, 31. Yeah. So everybody yeah. there, everybody there is... They acquire technology acquire that technology advances and use it the to Federation. kill people, and yeah. that's the idea. Or to topple governments in favor of the Federation or but take out... But every single one of I mean, them they did that wanted to write home too. to Mother. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't... Right. D- Maybe that is how bad guys are, but I don't. Hey, bad bad guys are bad guys. Think they're the good guys. That's no. like every every bad well, guy thinks were, they're and, the good. In all they're, fairness, they're the hero. Those story. were the people on Discovery that were writing the notes. They were part of Section Thirty One, but there are there is a Section Thirty One liaison on the ship, and that's the other thing. So that's the other that's thing. The other See, thing. Oh I my God! So the Section Thirty One liaison. Um, is actually a Klingon mm-hmm. who, yeah. who... What? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, true. His name is Voke. His I mean, name is Voke. He underwent incredibly intensive surgeries to alter his, his, uh, uh, his appearance to right. be they human. They physically, surgically altered yeah. him to be human physiologically. So they, they went in, they shortened his bones. They changed his bone structure, everything. Um, Somehow they made his mostly, organs work like human organs, so that the yeah. readings wouldn't throw him off. And yeah, it, so the tricorder so well, readings he reads as human. So well, I well mean, that a, a, a deep medical scan won't show it. It has right. to be an incredibly deep medical scan. I mean, yeah. that's at least canon. I mean, the the 
the Klingons have done that because that's how they snuck in like an agent in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought that they used the. I thought the whole idea of the uh, human virus was part of how that worked. I don't know. I don't know about that. But yeah, but anyway. an explanation for why the the Klingons changed between TOS and uh, Next Gen. So he's oh. a. So anyway, so he's a Klingon, but layered on top of his Klingon psyche is the psyche of an actual Federation officer named Ash Tyler, who they captured in a battle and took his psyche and laid it over Vokes. So the two of them are in constant, well, were episodes ago in constant conflict. And Voke actually killed the doctor on the ship because he asserted himself and killed the doctor and then Ash got, Tyler took back. over. Yeah. We've got Ash Tyler back. So anyway, well, Ash we got Tyler the doctor back too. We got the doctor yeah, back thanks too. To the thanks to the mycelial network. Yeah. Somehow you can re- you can resurrect people in the mycelial from the network. dead yeah. based on the mycelial network yeah. cuz the mycelial network has the equivalent of mycelial transporters. And they the transported him further. They transported him from our universe into the mycelial universe, and the mycelialites <laughs> reconstructed him, and then they beamed him back using a mycelial pod. <laughs> what? The hell? Yeah. Right, John. Why is this all? Audie, is that right? Yep. Why is yep. this all right set on. in the past? <laughs> I don't like know. if you ju- if they had just said it. I know. Host so the anyway, next generation. This could all be new stuff they're yes, discovering, yeah. as so opposed anyway, yeah. to <gasps> so look at, at all this stuff we've got, and then it's gone. So at yeah. the end of the season, you've got Discovery 950 years in the future. Ash Tyler, the Human appearing Klingon, Voke. Klingon. Klingon is now put in charge of Section 31. They know he's a Klingon. He's a Klingon. And he's in charge of the most deep undercover uh, intelligence organization uh, in the Federation. Yeah. With no supervision. No, right. no, no one, no one oversees Section Thirty One. Section Thirty One does what it wants, and now you put a Klingon in charge of that. Although the Admiral did say they were going to uh, establish some more stringent controls they, they over Section Thirty One, well, but be, they still yeah. have a Klingon in charge yeah, of it. They do. All right. Do you see? It's okay. Like they took all of the canon inconsistencies, put them in the football, and punted, and it's just lazy. It's and like this is just. The, uh, yeah. And these are just. These are just a short, short, short list of. There's a more. lot of There's issues. There's much I've got. more. There's yeah. much more. But in the interest you're not, of time, you're not beating Voldemort enough. No, I will. I will. I will. Yes. Smell. Well, I have a panel that I actually. You have, have a to panel that you have to get to. So one, we're gonna so. we're gonna we're gonna cut it short on the Star Trek stuff. We'll just do a quick touch on uh, Game of Thrones, and. Um, I think most of us are current. You're not watching it though. The current no, season, right? No, I haven't seen so much of anything. So how about we just so. skip that and uh, call it the show done? Well, yeah. stick a fork in it. We could, <laughs> we could, but I would like to say I would just like to have a prediction mm. um, of those that are current on it. Oh, what do you on. predict tonight for the battle? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win? It's, I don't think anyone. It's the Battle win, of Winterfell. Yeah, the, it's the Night people. Walker, the White right. Walkers versus the humans. You, you put all of your special people in the crypt where the dead people are now, right? Where which can, can be raised can from be the raised dead. Raised from the dead by the night, uh, the night king. king. The night king's nowhere to be seen, and he's got his own dragon, so he can literally fly over down to uh, King's Landing, King's Landing, kill a million people, turn and them and turn into them an into army, White Walkers, and, and create yeah. a second front. Yeah. Um, Bran is outside in a wheelchair. Uh, And I think that'll be significant that he's under the weirwood tree, because I think there's something there that we don't know. He's got a magical connection, I think, to the weirwood tree. And the Ironborn. And I I think Tyrion knows it, because in the last episode, remember, Tyrion Mm -hmm. sat down with Bran and wanted to hear his story. He's in touch with the Mycenaeal Network. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. It's, it's It's literally the same MacGuffin. Yeah, it is. the yeah. mycelial network and the weirwood trees. It's, it's right. The same. Every, everyone's well, going to drink their milk yeah, and win the day, right? Travel. Speaking yeah. of drinking milk, yes, giant milk. Is good giant for milk you. is good for you. Makes a body good. Right? Did you? You haven't seen that part? I've but. seen the memes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm thoroughly. I have no. Like, I'm pro- probably not going to watch this until it's all Said and done, done and finished. And yeah, I'm just spoiling the heck out of myself. So right, right. 
Well, I'm kind of glad I missed the first seven seasons and then got to catch all those up right yeah, away. Yeah, too. All right. It was, it was, it was a fun painful. catch up. It was yeah. painful waiting for these last couple episodes. I just want, we'll, we'll go out on this. Give me the name of one character that you think is going to be killed tonight that we'll see die on the show. Oh, and I'll start, I'm going to say Brienne of Tarth. Because, and the reason for that is last episode, she was officially knighted by Jamie Lannister, the first woman ever to become a knight. And I think that completed her arc. Her arc is completed. Yeah. And I yeah. think she's due to check she's out. She's whole. Yep. Yes. Yep. She must die then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Audie, any predictions? Nope. on None? None at all. No. All right. All right. We haven't seen much from uh, the evil princess of the South lately. Uh, Cersei. 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 Yeah. Right. She wasn't in the last episode at all. It was all Winterfell. And I think most of tonight's will probably be all Winterfell because it's the longest battle, battle ever in television history. I don't mm. see Cersei's arc as being done yet, though. No. Well, yeah. I don't know. I well, don't know. She's just arc. hiding I in the thought of that. Yeah. Right. So right. I don't know. What do you think, Charles? I don't. I, I, that's Any a hard question. Yeah. I ah, don't know. Don't know. All right. they, any of them could go. It might be Tyree. You never know. Could be or Tyree, the author of. The oh, book the author. Of, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the Giants Except, Bane guy might. I, might I, buy I, I think all the, the Giants were dead. Well, he's not a giant, but he's a—he's the one that was raised. He—he he killed the giant at age so, ten, so he claims, and yeah, then he—and then he crawled into the bed with the, the giant's the wife, red and she thought dude. it was his baby. Yeah, the yeah, red. Remember that? The, no. wiz, the Wizard of Windham. Guy Have you seen that like, season yeah. episode two? Apparently not. <laughs> well, no, he didn't do that. He just <laughs> said he did that. It was just a story. He it was just a story he told to he, make himself look better. But, yeah, because yeah. he liked Brianna. So he could go with yeah, her. he's trying to impress Brianna Tarth. It, it would be I nice. think it's a true story. Okay. But it's like, you know, a lot That's of people of Thrones, think a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Now, it could. I could see playing off of your is she gets it and then he gets it from her. But uh, You mean uh, the Giant's Bane kills Brianna? Yeah. I or think like I think that. Brienne will get taken out by a White Walker. She'll turn into a white, and I bet Jamie Lannister has to stab her and kill her with dragon glass. Because well, that, that would kill him because he's he has a, 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 a Valerian steel sword. Yeah, so, so he just, there is there is the arc. He's gonna want to kill the next uh, Mad King, which is probably going to be what's her name. The blonde girl. Cersei? No. no. Daenerys. Daenerys. Daenerys, yeah. yeah. All right. You know, she did. She's starting to look a little power hungry in, in this last episode. Like, yeah. Like, she's, yep, the North has to surrender. They they have to bow to me as their queen. Yeah. It's like, she's. It'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. All right, we're, run, we're running over. Seth's got to go. John, prediction? Uh, Theon. Theon's Theon? out there with the Ironborn guarding uh, Bran. And it's like. Right. right? He'll go. I don't know. It's like they tried to set up a new arc with him and uh, Sansa. Right. But it's like I, it won't I, last. I, I don't feel that it's organic. I don't think it's, you know. Right. But I think Theon tonight. Seth, any predictions? I know you're not watching the show, but anybody you think might bite it. You're familiar Jamie. With, with the books. Jamie. I, why, do you, why do you think Jamie? Uh, he's in his uh, redemption arc right now. Yeah. He'll sacrifice himself for somebody. Ah, that could possibly be. Yeah. Who do you think? I he might sacrifice himself I'd for say his brother. He's, a, he's always that or uh, that or Brienne. Yeah, I yeah. think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be around uh, until he kills Cersei. That would be a good ending for him too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, oh, and had be forced to kill the mother of his children yes. and his sister, yes. which is the same person. But. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Well, because didn't the uh, um, the sorceress when Cersei was a little kid? Tell her that she would be strangled to death by her little brother, and they're both her her little brother, both of them. I didn't. But she that, thinks but, uh, I yeah. think she thinks it's Tyrion, mm. but I think she's going to be surprised that it that it's actually going to be Jamie Is my mm. what I'm thinking. But anyway, all right, it's my theory. Cool. So, all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in for another fantastic episode. Uh, at least it was fantastic for me. How about you guys? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You liked Good it. Good for me. Seth, you want to do your little spiel? Uh, well. 
everyone, give us a like. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, give us a like, subscribe. Comments. Uh, We'd yeah, like comments. comments. Yep. We love the yep. comments. We love seeing comments. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, subscribe. Give us a review. Uh, that's how uh, reviews will help uh, spread the show farther and wider. And who knows, maybe we'll be able to do more stuff. Uh, Spotify, uh, podcast.com, Blueberry, Stitcher. ITunes. iTunes. I already said iTunes. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got, we're on both iTunes. Yeah. We're on both iTunes. <laughs> Sec- anyway, section 31 iTunes. Is yeah. Wherever you find us, like, re- leave us a review, subscribe, uh, reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. We love talking with people. If there's something you don't like, tell us. That's how we get better. If right. there's something you want us to talk about next time, let us know and maybe we'll do it. Yes. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Right. All right. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bill. I'm Marty. Charles. John. And Seth. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.